Welcome to the K-Pop Corner. This is Kendra. We have the super ultra amazing Jade. <laughs> Hi, friends. <laughs> I was working on a different word to use there, and I was like, I know I'm going to mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to live up to. I don't know if I could live up to that. I can't stray from my usual no, you sh- variations. You should just, yeah, we need to just stick to uh simple (laughs) (laughs) knowing me yes (laughs) so uh welcome to episode 60 uh we have a lot of fun stuff we're gonna talk about we young single um we have v's love me again single um we'll talk about vanner um some of the comeback or is it considered a comeback? Debut? Yeah. <laughs> well, like their comeback schedule. I don't know yeah. how this works. Photos, all that jazz. They release yeah. like a highlight melody. Um, we'll talk about Joshua's dating news. Supposed. I should put that out there. Correct. <laughs> it's not been confirmed. Um, yeah, and then whatever other tidbit of K-pop stuff. You know us. We always talk stuff at the end. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) You have to keep us on track. That is your job. I try. I really do. I think you need to try harder. (laughs) Just cut you off mid-sentence. Moving on. (laughs) You should. That's what you have to do. Well, it's true. It's not like I can signal you. Well, you could text me. True. <laughs> that is true. So, uh, Wee Young dropped his debut single, um, digital single, called Drive 5. Um, I think it's just... I... You don't think it's just Drive? What the fuck's the 5 for? I don't know. Honestly, I haven't heard anyone, like, speak it, so I I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Now I feel dumb. I don't know. I could be wrong. I've just been saying drive. What if it's an S? Drives. I don't know. <laughs> so he does <clears throat> have a interview called mm-hmm. Drive View. Did you and watch it? I have not because I just discovered it just oh. like before the podcast. Okay. It's um, really good. I oh, you highly, watched it? Highly rev- oh, it's so good. Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I did he watch it. It's cute. Very cute. Very casual. It's really great. Aw. Yeah. It's really great. So, how does he pronounce it then? I think it's just drive. Just drive. Oh, okay. I think it's just drive. <laughs> um, there's five different clips, like five different videos, mm-hmm. um, each with their own charm. Yes. So you have the FNC channel live clip, where it's very much similar to the interview where he's driving around in a mm-hmm. car singing. Yeah. Um. But I, I do like the Be Beyond the Studio version. 
Because mm-hmm. um, I really like the live vocals of that. Mm-hmm. Didn't really hear him. Um, he's just fluffy. He's like fluffy and sleek mm-hmm. <laughs> in all these videos. So, mm-hmm. like the GQ, obviously, he's got the hair slicked back. Yeah. Um, the other ones, I don't it, know. It's all been very boyfriend. Yes. Boyfriend. Or it- ex boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So we were talking about some of these videos, and she was, Jade was saying, like, how he's pining, right? Or, like... Well, I mean, the song is about, yeah, like, if you read the lyrics, it's about, like, the the end of a relationship. So we're now creating a collection of songs (laughs) with that narrative. (laughs) Correct. I mean, you know, like, I think he does, I mean, he did write the song, right? He worked on it. So I'm, it could be from personal experience. And I think he said that in the interview. So, I mean, you know, things that cause you pain manifest themselves into really beautiful lyrics and beautiful music. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think he even said this, the whole analogy is like using like, like driving like you know, as an analogy for, like, a relationship. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's a breakup song because, you know, one of the lyrics, part of the lyrics is, like, I didn't know it's a breakup. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) I know. Jake's like, who's breaking their hearts? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Who is breaking all of these boys' hearts? And how come none of them could get over it? I know, because I mean, the sense I get from this song, and I could be totally wrong, but it's like, you know, like you're in a relationship and then the other person kind of like just walks out of your life, but like you can't stop thinking about them and you're sort of like pining over them and, you know, you think about them and, you know, I think even in the lyrics, he's wondering if they're thinking about you. So, you know. Yeah, stuck on a sad breakup song. <laughs> I really, really like the vibe. Oh, me too. Song. It's great. I haven't really heard this, the music he's put on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't exactly sure what exactly his style is apart from SF9. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really nice to see him singing and rapping. Yeah. Agreed. All in one. Yes. Has really and good I th- texture. <laughs> yeah. I think that the singing and the rapping like just blended really well. And I, you know, he, it sounds very comfortable. So yeah, it's really nice to hear him sing so beautifully. Um, so yeah, like it's such a nice introduction to his solo work, I guess. Right. I think this is like a great like first impression because yeah. it does kind of like highlight all of his abilities he has like a beautiful singing voice i agree it has such a nice tonality to it agreed it's agreed. kind of like lower uh-huh but it's oh, kind it's of sultry good. yeah <laughs> yeah i like it yeah i think he did really well on this song this was a very mm-hmm. good choice yeah like the flow of it um 
like I said, I don't know, because he starts off um, singing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he goes into his rapping and yeah. just how he goes in and out of it and back to oh, like yeah. the singing it's, parts. I know. It just makes it very interesting to listen to. Correct. There's no like, it's it's very um, harmonious. Yeah. Yeah, there's no like weird stops or breaks. It's it's very fluid. Yeah, that's a good. So way that's it. why I thought it blended so well, and I will love to hear more of his style. So this is really cool. Um, and I'm glad that he did get all of these clips because they all have like a slightly different flavor in its like visual presentation. Yeah. So I thought that's that true. was really cool. You have to watch the interview. The interview is really, really good because the interview, it's actually just like his manager interviewing him as they're driving together. Aww. So it's very That's casual. Cute. It's very cute. Um, yeah, like they just talked about the song and, you know, what inspires him in music and like sort of like the things he worry about when it came to his solo debut because he was he was like I was worried whether or not people are gonna like my music you know yeah so and it's really kind of cool because he did mention that like he kind of challenged himself a little bit in this song and just like the interactions with his manager which is also really kind of like they're just like I think they have such a great like relationship so it was very it was very cute i highly recommend it. it's worth watching sure it was only like 15 minutes it was just back and forth very casual but very sweet i just found it way too late i was like oh i didn't know this was a thing yeah (laughs) so i'll check it out it's kind of weird because like they're some of it's like published on the sf9 channel some of it is on the fnc channel so i don't know if that's oh yeah yeah okay maybe that could be part of it because i i've been seeing the different um clips correct so i've been watching them as i find them but i think i'm more so being suggested them through youtube Mm -hmm. than finding it on twitter correct probably so yeah but yeah i can imagine him being a bit apprehensive about it because right solo work is way more raw and exposing than being in a group yes i i agree especially of nine men that's all there's so many people right <laughs> right so when it's just you and you only it's very right. intimidating Right. And I think it's really kind of cool that you get to sort of like discover what makes you happy or what style of music that truly reflects you. Yeah. So it's it's kind of cool that like more and more the SF9 guys are, you know, sort of like discovering their own like style outside of just being a group, which we love to see. And I feel like also for me, like I know he's done more acting than like solo music so this is very cool i hope this will be one of many solo projects like music wise that he'll do so i'm excited it's um again like it's such a it's a really nice song it's very easy going yes um yes. like i was just like wow he has like a really beautiful singing voice which 
you know, he's a rapper, right, for SF9. So, like, I feel like I don't hear him singing a lot in right. the SF9 songs. So. I feel like he, he saves it for, like, the concerts. Obviously, we didn't get to see them when they came to the U.S., but I know he had a stage, a solo stage, mm-hmm. um, where he was singing. But right. other than that, you know, he might do some, like, singing covers here and there. Yeah, I've, I think I've seen his covers. Yeah, but to see yeah. him perform his own, you right. know, it has just a whole different impact. Correct. So I hope he one day releases a mini if he wants, because yeah. I'd be very, very interested. Me too. In hearing it. Yeah, me too. Even if he changes it up, which is totally okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I... We I love still, variety. Yeah. Like, I'd be very interested. In we hearing. want variety. <laughs> this is very much up my alley, so... Yeah. He has such a cool <laughs> vibe. It's a very yeah. cool vibe. It's a little... Again, it's a little bit more, like, laid back. Um, but still, like, really, really good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. And, yes. like, you could tell his style is just, like, he... His whole style is just very laid back because for every iteration of like the v- videos, they're just all like, you know, like true, chill, subtly sexy, very chill, very <laughs> laid back, that. very vibey. <laughs> subtly sexy. That's like been our theme yeah. lately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because the styling like has been the styling is really, really good. Yeah. You know? But it's still, like, the styling is still, like, it is very subtly sexy. Like, the hair is working for him. He looks great. He's styled beautifully. Like, the GQ one, Mm. like, that looks like a photo shoot. So, like, I love the different stylings to suit the vibes. Like, the vibes are slightly different, but it still has the same mood. So I love that. And I love that for him to be able to showcase this song in, like, various formats. I think it's so cool. Yeah, it's a good point. So good job, whoever made it all happen for him. <laughs> In this uh, Tong Tong culture, though, I don't know if you saw the the thumbnail for it, but he, I was like trying to understand what is happening. He's like wearing um, a plaid, something around his legs. So I was like, oh, oh he has. Does he have like a plaid no. shirt like wrapped around? Yeah, I think it's just a. Is or are they just not dangling? A, no, I think it's just a shirt like tied around his waist, right? This is giving me very early two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. I was just confused because the way those two parts are like dangling down in front. Oh, the arms. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's tied at the waist. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, but. I was just looking at that yeah. today. It's giving me very much like when I was in college, <laughs> like and going to frat parties. Yeah, this is the sure. vibe. <laughs> so, yeah. if he was at a party, yeah. I'd be like, "All right, yeah, who's that? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who's that rapper singer? Mm. Yeah, so that that's awesome. I hope um, I hope fantasies giving him love and support. It seems like they are. Every all the fantasy I have on my Twitter are very supportive of the boys. So, yeah. Yes, agreed. 
So, anything else? No, I was oh. super happy. Hopefully, we'll hear this like perform live somewhere. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. I did hear that him and Rowoon are supposed to be filming something together. Oh. Like, I don't know if it's a K-drama necessarily or if it's some sort of... Oh, interesting. I should have looked that up. It's on my... It's floating around on my Twitter. Interesting. But... Let's see. It'll probably take me way too long to find it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I liked it. I got nothing. Let's see. Uh, I don't see anything. So it is, where is that? Wedding battle? What is that? Wedding battle is the name of the show. Oh, is that like a, is that a K-drama? Let me see if I liked anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> if I didn't, I don't know. I don't have more info. No, I didn't. Oh, it. it's a historical drama. Oh. I know he, Rawoon was um, confirmed to start in it. Okay. Uh, maybe Weeyoung is part of the, the, the cast. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I hope have so. Too much I like information. Yeah, I like watching him in uh, Mermaid Prince. Okay, you love that show. I really did. It was good, and you can watch it online. I don't need Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> it was short and, and sweet. Yeah, because it's like a, was it a web to, like a web show? Yeah, I think so. Like JTBC or one of those networks have okay. it on YouTube, so you can just watch the whole thing together. Oh, Which is really okay. convenient. <laughs> Got it. And I don't think, you know, they're probably like 15 minutes. I don't know if they're 30, oh, but they, they're okay. pretty short. Okay. So you can blow through it pretty fast. Right. But discovering him in the cast was my biggest, like, what? <laughs> Moment. I had no idea. Right. right. So. We love those unexpected crossovers that yes. pops into our lives. I didn't know he acted, so I was like. <laughs> I didn't know. What? I know. Well, I feel like at that point, we were not, like, super, like, we didn't know too much about SF9. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If I mean, we might have, but still, it's just like, I don't know every bit about them. Well, yeah, because, you know, there's nine people to right. keep track of. <laughs> so. And there's time. Like, I feel like even with right. Monster X, as much as I do know a lot about them, there's still a lot that I don't, that I missed because I joined later on. Right. You know, and sometimes it's just too hard to catch up on all that stuff. Right. Like that Pepsi thing I found. I was like, excuse right. me. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is this? So. I know. 
Yeah. That was actually fun. Thank you for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. I was so happy you hadn't seen it either. <laughs> I, I know. Once in a while, there's always something I was like, huh, that's kind of crazy. Right? <laughs> you're like, I thought I knew everything. Well, there's so much to know about them. I guess I don't think I'm ever going to know everything. Well, especially at the rate that they produce content and and stuff. Right. It's hard to keep a grasp of it all. I know. I keep on seeing, like, um, clips from Mama Go. I'm so behind. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah. Because even if I get behind a week, I there's just... Everyone goes crazy that first week when it comes out. Yeah. So it's just clips everywhere. I know. <laughs> I mean, we're spoiled because we get them weekly. And, you know, before we know it, we're not going to get any more because there's no, it's not going to be enough monsters left to film. So enjoy it while we can. Yeah. I figure since there was, you know, they said that they weren't going to produce it forever. They can't, yeah. Well, you know, monetarily, all that stuff. True. I just know eventually it has to come to an end. Yeah. So I take every episode as like a gift. Absolutely. (laughs) I agree. So. I know. And it's kind of weird to see them disappear one by one. (laughs) Well, yeah. That's true, but it's also funny because then you get to know, oh, so they were filming quite ahead. Yeah, well, because Juhan is still in, yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep. So, all right, moving on to V. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I feel like V's love me again and We Young's drive (laughs) very much go in the same universe. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I, I think them. that's how we started talking about it. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, so basically, uh, I have them on my Spotify together, like, in my songs. Mm-hmm. So it goes from V to to V Young to DPR Ian. <laughs> oh, good lord. Such a, his peanut butter, was it peanut butter and jelly something? Oh, my God. I actually highly recommend that song. It is such a fun, summery, upbeat song. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Peanut Butter and Tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird name, but those three together. And then I go into um, Love Me a Little and all the unseen music. And it's just like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I'm so. sorry, but that kind of sounds depressing. No! I think it's a great vibe. I don't know. Uh, but see, again, you concentrate on, like, lyrics more than I do. Right. I concentrate more on the overall vibe. The vibe? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <laughs> um, I do like V's voice a lot. Mm-hmm. He has oh, yeah. such a unique timbre. Mm-hmm. It is such a nice low like when I first heard Singularity I think of his his first solo song mm-hmm. I was just floored yeah <laughs> was like, wait what <laughs> so 
I was very excited to see what he was going to put out. Mm-hmm. So, Love Me Again. Um, very chill song. Also mm-hmm. belongs in the Heartbreak universe. Correct. <laughs> it's the I can't get over my Heartbreak universe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he, he goes in the same category. He can join Hyungwon and I am. but very cool very chill song even though it is kind of sad um i don't mind the music video as much but we have some choice words to these directors who just decide that lighting is not a thing yeah (laughs) i i don't get it do you like the song? I love the song. I love his voice. I think his voice is so velvety. And I think on a heartbreak song, it adds that like extra like like heartbreaking dimension. Um, yeah. I mean, it is a Debbie Downer of a song. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. But it's it also just- like. His voice and everything, and, like, the instrumentation is... It's, like, really soothing, too, though. Uh-huh. It's, it's slightly cathartic, I suppose. But, you know, it just it's just a lot when you're just constantly like, I'm lost without you. I wish you would love me. <laughs> I, like... I don't want anybody else. I only want you. Why is this over? I refuse. It's just hard. Which I, you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like a lot of people like relate to that. Yeah. I think a lot of people like feel those emotions. But for me, like I, (laughs) for me, it's harder to relate because I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, I just, we need to get over it and move on. But the song is beautiful. Um, it's it's funny because, like, I talk about this friggin' all the time. My fiancé, like, writing when you are depressed mm-hmm. is so much easier. For some reason, writing about negative emotions and feelings right. is really, like, not only is it cathartic, obviously, while you're doing mm-hmm. it, but right. it, it's just, it speaks more than like, hey, man, of course, because... I'm feeling great, I get the love <laughs> right. of my life. Yeah, because, <laughs> I like, I think when it's, when something that's painful and hard, I think... Um, just more emotions are in people, it. People, right, I was going to yeah. say, I think people express it better in more eloquent ways, where... And I think people empathize with other people's suffering, especially when we talk about love and breakup. I think, again, a lot of people have gone through it. So these are shared emotions. And I think, for me, I think negative, you know, these heartbreaking, harder emotions hit people harder. Yeah. um, Versus just happy, peppy, you know, (laughs) fun. Seriously, though. Yeah. In my repertoire of music, my sad song to happy song ratio is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I am the opposite. Really? <laughs> yeah. I can't listen to sad 
sappy song. Like I can't listen to sad songs too much. Mm. Yeah. I, I guess it just depends on my mood. Right. Yeah, I don't but, know. Like I said, yeah. like the peanut butter and tears is <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like an upbeat, uh, happier swing after the first two songs. So mm-hmm. I would yeah. agree with you. Not too many in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like his voice suits this song so incredibly well. I think he yeah. emotes really, really well. It's a beautiful song. It's you know super beautiful. <clears throat> Agreed. I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. I thought the video um, set was cool because they're literally in a cave mm-hmm. with like stalagmites hanging out and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. assuming this is real. Mm-hmm. I suppose I... it could be green screen. <laughs> I don't know because there were some weird effects put on this video. I mean, the. It, the lighting is so distracting lighting. to me. Yeah. The lighting takes a page out of um, Love Me a Little. That backlighting. <sighs> and like <laughs> the flashing. I don't get it. Yeah. You know what else I did not love about this music video? When they put text on top of the music video, like the English text. Like, mm. in that weird outline font, I, it was... Um, <laughs> it's a little... I'm sorry. It was a terrible font choice. It well, they made... also tried to make it look like you're on a t- looking at an old-school TV. I Almost just... like old-school MTV. It's not... It, I just... Yeah. It's too much. It was... I don't think I he... Mean, I don't think he I needed that. No. I feel like like what you're trying to say is like it took away from the video from him. I yeah. I... <laughs> Plus they put a weird filter on him for a minute. Almost turned everything green. It was. It is. Well, it's I just thought like the font choice was weird and it was also part of the song that was really repetitive. Mm. And like the way they did it, I guess it kind of looked like karaoke where, you know, they highlight the letters as oh, you go. Yeah. Which that's why I was just like, again, it's it's distracting in a bad way for me. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's. It's such a beautiful song, mm-hmm. and his voice is so good. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know you're not super 100% into the hair, but, like, like I'm not too against the styling of him. It's fine. I just feel like if you're going to put him in sparkles and whatever, like, you should probably make it make sense. Like, don't I be... I did not... Right, the gold... The gold, shiny lame with the hair, I just thought, like... Too much. Like, the reddish-orange one looked so much better. I think that tone-on-tone was not my favorite choice. And also, they put this weird greenish-yellow lighting on him, which, you know, I just don't like that. Like, it does weird things to your skin tone. Right. It makes you look sickly. Agreed. So I think that's my beef. <laughs> it's just like the weird, yeah, just like some of these styling choices. 
the red I feel like is better because there's more contrast. Just Agreed. because the cave setting itself is pretty kind of monochromatic mm-hmm. itself, and it's more on the yellow side. Right. Pale yellow. So you have pale yellow backdrop. You have this blonde hair, and then you have this like gold sequency turtleneck thing. Mm-hmm. It just ends up washing them out a bit, mm-hmm. which is why I'm saying, like, put some light on him. Like, make him the focal point. And not point. yellow. And not yellow light. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could have just went with a white light. And that not green. That would sputter. <laughs> Correct. Not a green filter either. That, that filter was weird. I don't know why they did I that. I like, again, I feel either. like me and Jade always feel like you have to have some sort of purpose. Not like, hey, let's just throw this on here for right. no reason. But yeah. other than that. I do feel like, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I guess I expected more. What do you hybe. mean? Oh, cuz you know, it's hype. Well, I mean, I feel like this song is very like laid back. It's has like a tinge of sadness. So I think something understated suits the song really, really well. Um, I just don't know where they decided to go, like, Gold LeMay, head to toe. And then, like, you know, this weird retro 70s filter, like, the old-fashioned, like, two TV on top of, like, a high top with, like, Gold LeMay draping. It's, It's just, it's kind of odd. I wish... They, like, honestly, I think this video would have been better if they didn't use the weird, like, 1970s, like, yes. old-fashioned video filter. Because um, I don't like, think they do that filter the whole video. Like, in no. the beginning, it's very much just, like, him in the background Correct. normal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, I feel like using those filters, having the old TVs, like, the karaoke-esque mm-hmm. it's distracting. Um, text. It just, it didn't add to it. And when I say, like, because it's Hybe, I expected more. I don't necessarily mean in terms of big budget. Like, it didn't have to be right. a busy thing. Like right. like you said, it's a very chill song. Um, I f- but like you said, also, I feel like they could have cut out a bunch of those things, and it would have been a better video. For the song. Here's the thing. I'm going to say something, and it's probably a very controversial opinion. Those things we mentioned cheapens this video. Yes. That's, no. Controversy or not, I do think that is 100% legitimate. Correct. That's a very good way of putting it. He is so beautiful. The song is really beautiful. His, you know, like... The presentation, I think the backdrop, all of those things were really, really beautiful. This is another instance where, like, they did too much. Yeah. Like, I wish they would have just, I wish they would have kept it very stripped down. You know, just him and the mic in the cave. Like, I, you know what I would have really loved to see him do? Just like a, like a white undone tux that just him singing it would have been like a like that would have been like honestly chef's kiss for me 
just did not love the styling. It was too distracting. Like, all these things, like, you know, I'm sure those shirts are very expensive, but it to right. me, it did not... The song itself has a very elegant feeling, and the music video did not support that. So that's my beef with this music video. <laughs> I think that's well put, though. I agree. So that's what I know. And this was released as a single, single. right? Like a pre-release single, which Kendra and I were confused. <laughs> So the reason why I'm confused is because I'm not up to date with BTS and their ongoings. Like, I used to be back in the day, um, not so much now. So when I know something new is supposed to come out, I just, uh, I guess I'm hoping for it to be kind of logical. So I thought this was not very logical because when I go to Spotify and I look up the songs they are released together one and two rainy days and love me again and it's called layover Mm -hmm, which is the album which is the album he will be releasing september 8th correct and it does say single above it all but to me it just it's confusing Mm -hmm. because i would expect okay if you're releasing singles they would literally be singles under v not together under like he has the cutest little picture of his dog his album mm-hmm. art um pixelated you know pixel art yeah it's super cute yeah <laughs> so it's just to me i'm like okay there's album art the two songs are together it doesn't feel like singles at that moment right but so. i mean i think they're just like to me they're pre-release singles right I think they're doing more like what Western artists are doing. Um, I think it's just something we're not like completely used to. Yeah. I tried to say like, it'd be like one day coming out for Monster X because Mm -hmm. it came out as a single before the release of The Dreaming. But it would be like also dropping another song with it and calling it The Dreaming. It would be confusing. Instead, you're like, oh, it's a one-day single. But I feel like I was not here for All About Love, but I feel like for All About Love, they released two... Didn't they release two singles before the album? Or am I making it up? Um, I think so, yeah. Who Do You Love in Middle of the Night? Yeah. Or was Middle of the Night title? By Tame came uh, out. I think... Oh, middle of the night is the title. I for some reason I thought they released two <sighs> tracks before. I don't know. I was not it here, could be right. and I I know some I know some artists do that. So which is kind of interesting because so we still have like three weeks right till his album releases. So I wonder if he's gonna release more. I would not you know imagine he would. I would feel like these are the two. How oh, fuck? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I would say he wouldn't, and he would save the rest for the actual album. But right, I don't really know. Yeah, I guess we'll just wait and see, because there are six, there's six songs on the album. So 
he's released two, um, which I'm assuming he has not released the title track, or is one of these the title track? I don't even know. Right? So, I don't know either. <laughs> I, I mean, we'll find out in three weeks. And it's not like we have to know. It's just, I guess I'm more accustomed to knowing. Right. We're just curious. Yeah. So. That's all. Yeah. Um, and, and like, if you're ARMY, I'm sure you know all this information inside and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just, like, how we're a mom baby, so usually we have, a, we don't always know everything, but <laughs> we usually have a pretty firm grasp on what's happening. Um, but, I guess, in my opinion, if you were, let's just say you were new to K-pop and you were trying to get into BTS, or, mm-hmm. it could be a little confusing. Yeah. Well, I feel like whenever you get into K-pop, you know, it's it's very, it's confusing regardless. <laughs> it <is> confusing. <laughs> and every group you collect, it gets more and more confusing because there's 100%. never, uh, there's, there's never a rhyme and reason to anything any K-pop group or company does. Right. There's never consistency. Because you know us, we're always like, hey, whatever fandom like if you could clarify right, something for help us, us. Please. <laughs> we don't know what's going on uh, but see one day is listed literally as a single Interesting. by itself so that's why i assumed okay well rainy days and love me again they must be like i just didn't know what was happening right yeah, it was weird well we still don't know what's happening no so. Middle of the Night was a single. Interesting. So with someone, someone, and Love You. They're all listed as singles under Monster X on Spotify. Interesting. But I think Who Do You Love came out first. Right. That is like, so interesting. Like, in anticipation. Yeah. Right. It was like a pre-release. Yeah. I know it's weird. I know, because that's also, like, a whole different company, a whole different yeah. promotion. Right. And neither one of and I was not here. Were you here for that? I was, but I was so new. Right. <laughs> it's, you know, it all feels like a whirlwind now. Right. Um, You know, by the time I was getting into Monsax, it was, like, end of, end of 2019, Mm-hmm. So when it did drop in 2020, I was there, but I wasn't mm-hmm. in the fandom necessarily. Right. Like I wasn't on Stan Twitter and all that. Right. That was so. why you still had a life, like a, <laughs> like a normal appreciative appreciation of K-pop before you uh, went into the deep end. More like I was still playing catch up, <laughs> trying okay. to figure out the madness of it all. Should have ran back then. Because back then I was also trying to process BTS. True, true. So it was a lot to understand and. Right, I forgot you were like a you're like a multi stan. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you opened my eyes and I was like, oh my god, there's so much. Right. <laughs> Which is no true. Going back now. Yeah. So, anything else for V? No, I got nothing else. I'm just excited for his album. That's yeah. all. We'll just have to wait three more weeks. This is right. also a pacing we're not used to. <laughs> I think it'll be a very nice album. 
Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Very chill, because, I mean, rainy days is also very chill. Very, Correct. Very chill. Yes. Like, that's like you just lay around your house on a rainy day. On a rainy day, yes, Reading exactly. a book or something. Yes. <laughs> After you listen to a, a song about heartbreak and not ever being able to let go. Or Wipe your on. tears away. so moving on to a less sad uh sound we have so you have to forgive us a little bit we're very new to vanner um we are very much championing them um due to their you know history and being the underdogs and now they're you know they won peak time and things are looking up so don't come at us for not knowing their names yet or being a little ignorant (laughs) it's not on purpose no we're just very slow learners (sighs) (sighs) i mean i speak for myself i am not always with the program yeah I just I do not have the mental capacity right Jade's now. Just, Jade's a very busy, <laughs> very like boss CEO kind of thing. So <laughs> whipping and taking names and <laughs> oh god, she's a lot of other am, important information in there. I am a responsible adult <laughs> during the day and a hardcore fangirl. Yes. In her very limited spare time. Indeed. It's tough. <laughs> oh my god, it's so tough. I wish I could just quit my job and become a full-time fangirl, but... Oh. Gotta find a way to ma- monetize it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm actively looking for a dog dad. <laughs> <laughs> dog dad. Looking for a dog dad who can also support my K-pop needs. No, I just need a dog dad to support my dog. Otherwise, I wouldn't be working this hard. (laughs) True. Toby's just collecting monsters right and left, so. Oh, my God. He's collecting all the monsters. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) So, So, Vanner, where do you want to start? I'm... (laughs) trying to get to their tick or their um twitter Twitter. okay i was about to touch it and then it vanished (laughs) oh like i went to hit there it is the official and then it just went away went bye-bye so they have their can i just say i love i love that their fandom is called vvs oh is it yes vvs yes why does that sound so familiar because it's like a it's a rating for diamonds. <laughs> oh, very. Yeah. What is it? Um, like very, very. very is very. it very, very slightly like the inclusions? VVS. I have no idea. Yeah. That's cool though. Yes. So they have a sing or the title track performer. They have a couple of teasers on there. Um. What is wrong with my brain? Twitter. <laughs> um, you can also find it on YouTube. It looks very upbeat. Mm-hmm. Pretty typical of your title track. I don't. 
I don't have like too much to say. Just because like the video is not out yet, they did drop right. a highlight medley, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. So, any mom babies or anyone you don't know, um, Young One has writing credit for track three. Mm-hmm. Right? What's it? I don't remember the name. It is called "Want You Back" because it sounds back. like another. <laughs> Young one! <laughs> we cannot move on from our relationship song. He's spreading it everywhere. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I have no, no idea what to expect from that song. I have no idea what to expect from any of this. True. But I'm excited. I feel like I like number two. Mm-hmm. Just off the bat. Um, it seems like a pretty nice, groovy B-side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, since we didn't come in from the beginning, I'm not sure what the very last song is since it's the 2023 version. Right. Um, I don't know if someone has the... Someone can let us know the information on that one. I'm assuming it must be some popular track they did. Uh, yes. This is from, like, oh, this is, like, probably their most popular song from their past discography, I want to say. Okay. Um, did you watch the music video teasers? I watched one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was number two or number one. Right. It was Boppy. It's Boppy. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It has like a, it's pretty peppy and energetic. Um, did you, did you happen to see their um, photo concepts? I did. <laughs> um, Thoughts? It's. It's very, you know, typical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. Like, one of them, they, it kind of looks like sailor-type outfit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not kind of. They look very sailor. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much sailor chic. Yes. I mean, yes. they even have the full-on hats. Yes, so, the little you know. hats and all. Yeah, I love that, like, they name all of their photo concepts. So that one happens to be called Victory Banner. Oh. Yeah, I, you know. Interesting. I, I love the navy and white. I love the little sailor-inspired looks. I love, I love a horizontal stripe. So this all works. It's very cohesive. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, all of their... Nothing's weird. <laughs> yeah, I think all of their uh, photo concepts are pretty cohesive. Yeah, that's true. So that was the first one. And then the second one is called Voyage of Dreams. Which one is that? Is that the, like, navy button up? It's the, no, it's the all, it's really kind of interesting because everybody's wearing all, like, head-to-toe oh. black except for, um, one of the members and i don't remember which one i thought he was wearing either like all white or like white and black but i do love the peaks of skin in this concept it was a lot of like mesh and perforated pieces and sheer 
Um, huh. I've huh. I've seen it in the teaser. Uh huh. Oh, there it is. God, it took me fucking. <laughs> took me twenty years. Finally found it. Yeah, it's a more um, mature oh. vibe. Yeah. You know, with the nice mesh and stuff. Lots of arms out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they um, look good. Yeah. And then the last one, I forgot what's the last one called? Stable Love. It's like the black and white uniform. Very. Is that, um, is that like, the one with the white pants? Yeah, with the jackets. And they the look, they jackets. almost, yeah, they look okay. very formal. Yes. Um, I don't I know feel how to like, classify it. It's very, like, it's giving me, like, boat captains. They went from sailors <laughs> to boat captains. They graduated. Yes. The, like, what's really funny is, like, all three concepts is giving me very much, like, water vibes. Huh. Yeah, like, the sailor, I think the second one had, like, it's, like, pool. And then the third one looked like yachting. So okay. it's giving me very much water. Like... Yeah. Naval, I love this look. Maybe. It's definitely giving uniform. It's definitely giving um yeah. yeah. I'd say like navy. Yeah. Navy feel like navy officer or something. Correct. They really graduated from sailors. <laughs> like in their little white caps to like captain's jackets. And I love those, you know, I love that like I love the navy. I love the like the brass buttons they look a lot more formal yeah um i do love the i'm glad they went with like short jackets all ties but every jacket is different again very cozy like really cohesive it fit them really well the proportions are well cut i was really happy see that they're in a pool Yes, the sun. yeah. That's why I said like you everything said has like an element yeah. of water to it, so it's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, I wonder if they're going to be like going out to sea in their music <laughs> video. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I think this is dropping in a couple of days. So, really thrilled for them. Um, yeah. That's you know it's, they're already it's rare performing? to get. They are. I thought I saw them at some festival, the water bottle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been yeah they've been yeah. on the bill like cause, were, they were just somewhere. With Shonu and Hyunwon, at a festival, or a music show. Pepsi. Oh Maybe? yeah, the Pepsi concert. Correct. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that's pretty amazing though. Well, I mean, they've been active since 2019, right? Right. So they have music. Um, so, yeah, it's good for them. I'm yeah. super excited for them. So, yeah. I'm sure they'll go into a full, like, promotional schedule and do shows and stuff like that. So this is really exciting. This will be I'm their first circuit, right? Of music shows? <sighs> I do not, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, I would assume they've promoted before. See, I don't know. I don't, obviously their discography from before has quite a bit, but I just don't know 
I guess I don't know their their history that great. I don't know their history that well either. So, yeah. I well, mean, they were active. For, I mean, they debuted on February fourteenth, two twenty nineteen. So, I mean, I would assume if you debut, then you would have had yeah some sort of showcase and such. Correct. Yeah, I'm sure they've done stuff like that. They just haven't been active since I've been in K-pop. Right. Um. So, but yeah, we'll be on the lookout for them. So I'm excited, and I'm excited for the album. I'm really excited to hear Hyunwon's song. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yep. I want to see if they're going to carry this, like, sailor theme for their whole entire promotions. Because it's also very funny because, you know, like, I feel like Shonu and Hyunwon could have just wore their yachting outfits <laughs> <laughs> right into this set of photos. Oh, my God. Maybe that's, like, the new thing in K-pop. What if we just start seeing more and more, like, sailor yacht looks? <laughs> um, maybe. Could be a thing. Yeah. So... Um, I think their album drops. When does the album drop? Uh, three days. Eight, eight twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. right? Three days. Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's got to be so exciting for them. Yeah. And nerve-wracking. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But so. thus far, you know, I feel like they're doing good promotions. You know, the company seems like they're doing good promotions. So I'm excited for them. I am also excited. I feel like there will be good things to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. So look forward to them on Monday. Look forward to crying on Tuesday. (laughs) Why are you like this? (laughs) Because it was so close together. Kian is enlisting on 22nd. Yep. It's just getting weird. (laughs) Weirdly too real. (laughs) I have to laugh. What do you mean? What do you mean? That there's he, three, there's three mean? people gone. It's just because for so long, everything felt kind of surreal because nothing was really happening. So, and we were just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know where they're going. It could be now. It could be nine months from now. That's why. I know. Listen, <laughs> um, we... We've seen photos of Juhan and we've seen photos yeah. of men. They look extremely happy in the military. <laughs> um, so I can't even blame the monsters. No one is right. as excited about the military as the monsters. <laughs> oh my god. Kiki doesn't even give a fuck. Because he's like no. making young one salute when they're doing... Oh, you haven't seen it. But I'm sure you've seen the clips. I've seen the clips. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. I think it's good i like that they're talking about enlistment i feel like they this should be normalized i don't know why i feel like enlistment is a little bit taboo right in k-pop people think it's whatever but it is something that they all have to do so normalize it correct well i i mean i don't even understand why it's such like i 
I don't get why people are so afraid to talk about it. I think it's better to talk about it. I think it's better for us as fans and better for the idols because it can't be this big scary thing that people don't want to talk about because it's something they can't avoid. Not right. talking about it just makes it worse, you know? Well, because not, not talking about it means you're not coping with it. Correct. Right. And if you're not, just because you're not coping mean, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Correct. Because reality is it's going to happen. It has to. Well, yes, it has to have. It happens <laughs> for everyone. Right. And, you know, they the Moss has been talking about it like, honestly, for a really long time. You know, Min Hyuk talked about it b- way before he enlisted. Kiki's been talking about it for, like, this whole entire <laughs> year. But, you know, yes. part of it is is that, like, that time goes by quick. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, you know, if you really think about it, Min's been in for four months. Juhan's been in for almost a month. So... You know, the Mastas keep on talking about that they want to be together for their 10-year anniversary in 2025. In order for that to happen, the bulk of them will have to enlist at around the same time. Right. So, Including I am. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I am could enlist after 2025. Mm. Yeah, so. that's true. But, I mean, ultimately, I, I get the sense that they've discussed this as a group. Yeah. So. It would make know, sense whatever. if they would. I mean, it would make sense if they would, but, you know, they have to do what's right for themselves. Yeah. So. And, you know, I just hope that, like, because Kiki's going to go <laughs> In a couple days. And then, you know, I feel like by year end, Hyunwon probably will have to go in. So I am expecting Shonu and Changkyung to keep us busy. Right. (laughs) For the next year and a half. So. Man, Shonu is booked and busy, so. Yes, he is. I I love this for him. It's crazy was he like corn nuts or the corn they're like snacks what like they the, look like bugles they're me. the korean bugles yeah. <laughs> yeah he made a whole song he for did that. of course he made a song <laughs> for a so snack cute. it's so cute he's got what else did he get he got like a skincare yeah he is on the cover of allure with ferragamo and he's got Street Woman Fighter. He's yep, got a lot true. going on. He is very busy, and we <laughs> like this. Yeah. I mean, right out the gate, till now, just constant. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. because he's <laughs> been in, like, what? He was in Vogue, then he did the cover of Singles. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. even keep count. There's just been so many. <laughs> I, and he, you know what's really so. crazy? I think he... He, when did he get home? In April? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's nutty. It's crazy. <laughs> so, but we love it. Something, life. I mean, <laughs> and here's the thing. I think when we came into the fandom, 
like they are they were so busy because at one point every one of them had like a radio show like seven days a week we were getting content right and yeah so it is going to be it's going to be very different when we go into a lull yes so yeah but that's okay we will we will just continue supporting the monsters or whatever's left you know to cheer on and then we'll just pivot (laughs) Yeah. To whoever. I mean, in the whoever meantime, wants. like, the the XXL is, like, traveling everywhere and oh, doing yes. events. They're actually in L.A. right now doing KCON. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, and we'll be busy for a bit. Crazy latex outfits. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they look great. They look amazing. <laughs> they look like they can't move. So, right? yeah, they're can't probably all going to, like, overheat. Right. Can't <laughs> yeah. sweat. Yeah, but they look amazing. Yeah. They look very happy. I mean, it's really, you know, this I mean, they, is, did, um, they did that jamboree mm-hmm. concert thing out they of nowhere, did. too. Like, the Pepsi thing. Yeah. Um. Pepsi show and then like a Pepsi campaign. Yeah. They've just been booked and busy. I love this for them. Like they have that, they have their own little travel show. Oh, yeah. Hyunwan is getting his own YouTube show. I love this for them. Oh, gosh. You know what? I, um, excuse me. I do applaud the SSE marketing strategy for the Monsters before they enlist. They're basically sending everybody out, like, at the height of their popularity, <laughs> which is also funny because, you know, yeah, Juha said on a show, he's like, you know, we can't figure out why we're gaining more, like, fans as we enlist. <laughs> but I think this is a good, this is a good long-term plan yeah. from SSE for them. I agree. Yeah. I know. Everyone likes to poop on them, SSE, but I I don't know. I feel like every company can't do right by the fans, and maybe some of them legitimately have earned that title, <laughs> but right. SSE does pull through in many ways, so I don't They're know. not a perfect company, yeah. but I, th- you know... And I think a lot of people are upset at them because they hold personal grudges over stuff that happened in the past, which, again, you know, my issue with that is, is that we really don't know what exactly happened and people are creating their own narrative. But um, from a marketing perspective, from a business perspective, which sometimes you have to sort of remove your emotions from it. From those kinds of perspectives, I do think SSE does a lot of things right by the monsters. Yeah. Agreed. So, and and this is not, you know, but this is also credited to how incredibly hard the monsters work, you know, that yeah. they are well regarded in the industry. Absolutely. Um, so that is true. Oh, you know what? We I just want to give a shout out to Juhan who released. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. An OST after he enlisted <laughs> for None a show that is that. playing on Netflix. Yes. Which is well, also funny because when they announced the show, this is obviously like way before the OST, the premise of the show sounded interesting to me. It's sound. I've watched the trailer. It's really funny. Yeah, but as a <laughs> pet parent, as a crazy dog mom, yeah, I saw one clip, like a three-minute clip on TikTok. I legitimately cried for like twenty minutes. I was like, I could never watch this show, but good for Juha for being on it. So the premise is that she can see like memories or yeah Mm -hmm. memories of the person or dog or whatever the pet yeah oh no it works for humans too oh if she touches your butt yes (laughs) which i was like what the fuck because there's um an actor from because it's my first life he's like the main actor in that i don't know Mm -hmm. his name but he's the main dude in there, I feel like. Okay. So she must have touched his butt. Oh, interesting. Or maybe he knows that that's her power. So she, oh. he saw her looking at his butt. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I just, I seriously <laughs> thought it was only for animals. Because the clip, the clips I've seen is only for animals. I think because she's, she works with animals. That's how she uh, might have found okay. out. I don't know. I'm speculating because all I've seen is the trailer and like some clips right. on tiktok but right, it's a funny right. premise let's put it that way it is a fun, very funny premise but yeah. um i don't think i could watch it no no i'll watch it, it and i'll tell you if it's it like i've seen two tiny clips and both of them made me cry and i was like a hype cry, cry? Oh, or yeah. cry from laughing no one of the clips, it was from the perspective and like of a senior dog. Oh. It was very, very, very hard as someone who has a senior dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I have a senior cat, so yeah, and then another senior cat that just passed last year. Right. So I, I get that. Yeah, it's, it's not something you want to think about. <laughs> It was actually, so. the scene was actually incredibly beautiful, but it was a little too much for me. But yeah, yeah I just, okay. yeah, Juhan enlisted, dropped like out of the blue. Because, you know, even when they're enlisted, they're still doing stuff like Flown is still releasing. Yes, like, that's true. Mini hook stuff. It's kind of crazy what's happening with the monsters. I love this for them and for us, for them to. <laughs> <laughs> they're full of surprises i mean pretty soon like we're gonna get like content for each one of them on a monthly basis <laughs> which actually would be kind of cool yeah um, i mean i'm not 100 percent caught up on the go ray stuff and yeah juhans is about to start yes so yeah that first one is always a little tough to watch yeah I was like, I'm not ready for the misty eyes. I know. I know. So. All right, moving on. Pivoting. Let's go. Pivoting. <laughs> um, so a lot of 17 news, good and bad, happening right now. Yeah. Um, it was announced that Xiong Kwan. <laughs> I always say his name funny. Xiong Kwan. 
mm-hmm. um, will be returning for their October comeback. comeback yep. Which, obviously, that makes our hearts nice and full because I feel like, you know, it's been tough for him. Yes. As of late. Agreed. Subsequently, Scoops hurt himself. Yes. During rehearsals or whatever and they were shooting content and i think they were playing some sort of sport and he yeah he tore his acl okay yeah i always wonder every time i watch them do anything like i'm always like aren't they afraid someone's gonna get hurt Dude, do you like every time the monsters are running around like a exactly. bunch of lunatics, like on the beach in the wild? I'm like, should they be doing that? <laughs> like full on, yeah, like, sprinting hard, correct? Like they're like, like fighting for their lives for no reason. <laughs> I know. Like all it's... you need is one well placed root on the ground. <laughs> I know. Like I mean, I this is how I accidents know. happen. He, that's I think that's what they posted. They were filming, I think, I'm assuming he was playing basketball. Oh, And just, okay. like, tweaked his knee. Oof. Yeah. Well. Has a torn ACL, and, and yep. he needs surgery. Yes. So it's yeah. serious. So he will be sitting out of promotions, obviously. Um, yeah. I think they have some, like, pre-taped things that he might be a part of. Or whatnot, right. But. Right. So a lot of, a lot of stuff going on for them. And then on yeah. top of that. There's been rumors or whatever leaked that Joshua is in a relationship. It's just a, a rumor. Nothing was leaked. Just a bunch of deranged a-holes on the internet who has where's too the much time on their hands. From? People on the internet who have too much time on their hands. What are they doing, though? Analyzing their yes. people's Instagrams or something? Yes. Oh. That's that's. Like, this is why Matching it, it's outfits. not leaked. It's just... <laughs> okay. It's people just are... Yeah. No, but everyone, like, trash mags included, are acting like it is newsworthy. Of course. That's why I'm saying, like, leaked, because it's, like, a lot of times that shit is fabricated. And then in this case, it's literally people being like, oh, this girl wore this necklace, and so did Joshua, so... And then, oh my god, they have matching raincoats, and oh my god, they have matching this. (laughs) Like, it's it's kind of (sighs) crazy. It is, and the thing is, is that that kind of, like, started as a rumor, yeah, right? And then yeah. it has really escalated. It is not um, going away. No, and it's really escalated to a point where this is why Kundra and I wanted to talk about it, because usually we don't deal with this kind of bullshit, because it is true <laughs> bullshit. Right. You know? What they do, what idols do in their private lives, who they play with, who they eat with, who they hang out with, who's in their bed, who they're spending time with, it is none of anyone else's fucking business. But I think this is, this has been ongoing for a few weeks now, and it's really escalating, and it's really kind of disturbing, because... It started with a rumor, just like people, idle people who like people who have no lives or jobs who (laughs) started analyzing this girl's Instagram and Joshua's Instagram and started piecing things together and and basically got the Internet into a frenzy over that. Not only are they dating, but they're living together 
And oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> and then fans, because they have nothing else fucking better to do with their time or their money, started with sending protest trucks to Hive. And this is where it, like, sets me on fire. It's because the fans felt deceived by him. Um, and they're upset at his careless behavior. Um, and their complaint is, is that he is spending money and time on this on his alleged girlfriend while disregarding the fandom. <laughs> I, um. it's so fucking absurd at this point. And it's now, insane. it is so asinine. I don't know how else to describe it. Get a life. I need right. these people to get a life. Like, I just don't understand where they're coming from. I will never understand that, ever. Because it's a human being. And to think that you have some say just because you're a fan of their work is just mind-blowing to me. Like, I know this is, like, a very unique, kind of uniquely K-pop thing, but... The level that they take it to is crazy. Delusional. You know, like, if we were to do that with any American artist, Western artist, we would seriously get in legal trouble. It's just, it's just crazy. I don't know. I, um, I, like, I have so many questions. (laughs) Number one, is this coming, like, is it? One person who's funding all of this? Is it 10 people? Is it 100 people? Is it 1,000 people? Like, who's who's doing this? Yeah. Like, so they started with just sending protest trucks to Hive. Now they've escalated. They're sending protest trucks to other, to park at other entertainment companies to embarrass him. They've hired uh, moving trucks to drive around Seoul to embarrass him. They hire protest Porsches, which yet again, where the fuck are you Porsches? getting this money from? Because ale- because allegedly he bought his girlfriend a Porsche. So they're oh sending my like God. I mean, this is why like the level of delusion, the level of possessiveness, the level of yeah. gatekeeping, and the level of audacity is like I'm so appalled. I just who who like what how do you even think like do you think that you owe him that he owes you something do you like what does he owe you like because i think on one of them was basically like i spent this much money on you like you we spend money willingly right when i buy albums i am not expecting like shonu and hyunwan to owe me personally Right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It's a sickness. Because it is so... What they're doing is so hurtful and so damaging. And for what? Like you said. like Because it's out of... I think it's 
It's not any of those things. I think they're jealous. They're jealous he's not with them. He will never, <laughs> ever be with you, period. <laughs> just, why I else would you? I like, people to hear this. Your why idol else do will you, never be with you. Yeah, but why else do you think they would be upset? Don't you think they it's, this have feels a personal? mental illness? <laughs> okay, that's kind of mean. What I'm trying to say is that you can't rationalize this because it is an, an irrational thing. People literally are so upset or so jealous about this that they're going to that kind of length of sending, you know, protest trucks and defamation vehicles like that's not rational behavior but this is but you i think this is where it's kind of alarming like this behavior is not new i know i know i totally and agree what's really yeah. kind of like what's really sad for me is is that in the year 2023 that this behavior is still ongoing and this behavior I think it's escalating. That's what's yeah. really distressing and disturbing to me. That like people I feel like are getting more irrational. Um, and like a lot of be fan behaviors that I see in K-pop is so incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. And I think this behavior is incredibly detrimental to one's well-being and Absolutely. i think this is why they're lashing out they're literally calling they're calling for him to be removed from 17 and i i'm just like Is it just like couple people doing this and we're just buy buying into the hype? I don't know. Or is this like thousands of people or tens of thousands of people who feel this way? I don't know. Uh, I don't think we'll ever know because one. Because in my head. Right. But, I, you know, this is the other thing. They were saying that they don't think these are Korean fans because what? the because the verbiage that it's used. It doesn't look like it's coming from, like, a native Korean speaker. So there's some international fans who are doing this then? I don't really know. Right? But I this mean, is I what don't... I'm saying. I kind of want to know. Is it just, like, five deranged people? Because that will make me feel better if it's just, like, two or three deranged people versus, like, thousands of people pitched in for this stuff. <laughs> it uh, makes a difference for me. Unless you, like, befriend the people who did it. I don't know. No one's admitting who's... I don't know if people are admitting that they're doing this, but this... No, no, I know, but, like, if you found the... Right. The, <laughs> the people operating in the dark. Like, right. I just don't... I don't know how I mean, you and I this is also a lot of else... money. Right. Yeah. But this is also a lot of money. This has been going on for weeks. You know, this is just not one truck parked outside of Hive. This is, like... Um... I have to say, regardless of whether they're international or domestic, the behavior is still not right. Oh, it's absolutely. Absolutely wrong. Like, we're on the eve of Chen from XO having his wedding ceremony, even though he's already married. 
mm-hmm. but they're going to have their official or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you saw what he went through. Oh, people are still protesting him. Exactly. So it's I just insane. feel like it's not an old, or it's not a new problem. This is a very existing thing. And I don't think it's going to go away. And I do think it is getting worse because the more access the fans have, and we are gaining more and more and more as we go, I feel like it is spurring this obsession, this uh, parasocial whatever. Yes, agreed. To the point where someone says that they, they don't even say it. Someone might be rumored to be dating someone and they're having this kind of reaction. It's it's right. really scary. It is scary. This will make, this will bar any idol from ever dating in public. This will bar right. any idol from sharing anything about their lives. But, you know, at the end of the day, I really, I have a problem with the companies who... I feel like the companies should be doing more to protect their artists. Yeah. I agree. Like, why isn't 17, why isn't Pletus saying, like, they're going to take legal action? Correct. And the thing is, is that they don't have to come out to say anything about the relationship. They could just come out to take legal action, which, not to go back on the monsters, but SSE, a couple weeks ago did put out a press statement that they are going after people who are invading the privacies of Masax. They put out a very stern statement talking about people showing up at their personal schedules, following them, calling them, harassing them. Like, we don't really know what happened there, but this is such a public way. This is gaining i mean news outlets are writing about them i'm i'm kind of disgusted that like pletus or hive has not done anything to do any sort of like issue any sort of statement just protect him (sighs) correct because at its best or worst i don't know how you phrase it but like it's literally could be slander it's harassment it is harassment that's true actually that's a better way of putting it. it's harassment and this is this is actually this could jeopardize their careers this could jeopardize their safety right there's many things this could jeopardize like his member safety you know there's things that companies could do like if I just needed them to issue any sort of statement and to have any sense that we're going to protect our artists, it's I'm I'm really appalled that entertainment companies will stand by and do nothing when their artists are being harassed. I agree. When it's at this level where it's going on and on and on. No end in sight. They should step in. Maybe this will just go away. I'm really hoping this will just go away. I hope so. And it's like every time I feel like maybe it has, it still keeps resurfacing with new shit. Oh, I know. It's frustrating. Um, Like I just saw something. 
on Twitter or somewhere, um, it was a news article about how much weight he's lost. And it's, and I'm obviously it's due to stress and whatnot, but still it's like now we're analyzing everything about him. It's just, right. That's gotta be really, really hard for him. To, like, open up your phone and, like, you see that stuff. You're like, what? Right. I don't know. It's really sad. Uh, This is why, you know, at a certain point, the companies need to step in. Yeah. This is why you pay. This is why you have a management company. This is why you have managers. This is why you give them a substantial amount of your of your you know revenues is is that you will have counsel you will have people watching over you yeah and you know 17 has sold their last album sold over six million copies they're making their company a substantial amount of money and you're telling me hybe who probably has a humongous legal department can't come out with a statement to at least like scare some of these people something it's shameful honestly i'm disgusted by the lack of any sort of response from the company and i'm not even i'm not saying that they should issue any statements in regarding to his relationship status but they should fucking release something to protect their artists and stop people from slandering him and harassing him and embarrassing him. Right. You know, he probably know he knows the truth in his heart, but this stuff is embarrassing regardless. You know, having your name, you know, brought like saying dumb shit about you with a protest truck parked in front of like sm entertainment that's fucking embarrassing like i i don't understand this complete lack of any sort of response from his company i don't know if they're thinking like if you don't acknowledge it it'll blow over i don't know if they're trying to take that route but at some point you have to realize okay it's not working well, it's not just that. You're setting a bad precedent. Yet again, every time when somebody escalates a situation, you do not respond. It gives them like an opener to keep on behaving badly and escalating that bad behavior. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for him. I hope he's okay. I hope so, too. Because, I mean, this is a lot of, like, just mental stress. It's completely unnecessary, you know. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, well, should a company just come out to... This is probably why most companies just don't want their idols to date. Because it's... There's no winning. There is no winning from any of this you know it's it's their private lives but at a certain point like you have as a company you have to protect your artists yeah i think that's really what it comes down to 
Yeah. I, th- I think it's unrealistic to say that your artists are never going to date. It's human nature, right? We all want to have love and those experiences. I feel like they already have to, um, do, you know, not do a lot of things that normal people would experience in life because of their profession. Right. So you got to... I feel like companies have to come to terms with the fact that eventually their artists are going to want to see people. And if that's the case, then what are they going to do? Like, what are their um, plan of action? And right. To not have one and to not step forward for your artists is not okay. Right. Ah, it's lame. I feel bad because I really like Seventeen. Like, I know. Like, no one deserves this. Period. But they just well, seem like such a <sighs> nice group of guys, and they're doing well. Right. It's just, I, it's lame. I think this is just a bigger issue with K-pop as yeah. an industry, because K-pop you know, really built their whole entire industry on selling accessibility to the people so people become completely delusional. I mean, you know, me and you have shared many TikToks where people (laughs) behave in such unhinged ways that it's very, it's really alarming. And I think it's something that we don't talk about as a community because everyone just laughs at it and gives people a pass. But some of these behaviors are incredibly scary and really alarming. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That one video you sent me of that girl who was, like, sobbing, trying to Mm -hmm. wish whoever happy birthday, it was, like, Mm -hmm. that was bizarre. It was crazy. Like, it made no sense. But if you looked at the comments, people were all, like, oh, my God, you are such an amazing fan. And I'm, like, this is not normal. You're not. Ah, people need to stop lying. Sorry. This is not, (laughs) this is not normal behavior. It is not. Listen, if you go to a concert and you are so moved by it that you get tears in your eyes, that's normal, okay? I feel like that's a normal response. But if you're, like, literally trying to film yourself a TikTok where you're wishing so-and-so a happy birthday and you're literally fucking blubberingly crying, that's maladjustment. That's just, that's not normal. I don't know. It's just weird. And then just... the fact that you want to put it onto the internet for everyone, also a little weird, but to each know. their own on that. I don't know. <laughs> there's just, there's been so many crazy behaviors. This is why stuff like this is, I'm disgusted by this kind of behavior, but I'm not, like, I'm not surprised. No. Sadly, yeah, it's not surprising, but it's still disturbing. Oh yeah, completely. But it's not getting better. No, like, but it's not getting better. I think it's actually getting worse, and I feel like fans feel more and more entitled 
But we, <laughs> this goes back to, we are all part of the problem. I agree and disagree. <laughs> I agree that contributing to K-pop obviously is fueling the beast. But I don't think being a K-pop fan in general is causing the problem. I think it's the people who are out of touch with reality, who are delusional. They are letting this fantasy literally come into their real lives and impact them in some way, shape or form, or financially. That's where I think it's, it's a problem. How many people are like that? We don't know. So maybe if we buy more albums, you know, support our artists, maybe we are supporting those disillusioned people. But I don't know if just being a fan itself is the problem. The people sending protest trucks, the people who think that they can't be human, that is definitely not, not healthy. And we can't. But the thing is, we can't do anything about it. We can't go to those people's houses and be like, hey, are you okay? It's just, I don't know. It's a very odd problem. <laughs> I think, do you think it's just the internet? Do you think it was this bad before the... Ah, they didn't even have K-pop back then. Right? I don't know. I feel like K-pop does amplify everything right i i i just i don't know i don't know what it is um about k-pop that makes people so delusional i i don't know either i feel like there has to be some sort of divide from normal behavior and like abnormal. So I understand that K-pop can help people heal wounds, right? It helps them get through bad times and such. Mm -hmm. But if you start to turn that into a very bad crutch that morphs into something else, like that's not good. You know what I mean? Like, if you seriously think you're going to step foot in South Korea and have Hoshi be your man, something's really not right there. You know what I mean? I, but I feel like that's how some people think, though. I, I agree with you, but something's not right there. Like, you gotta... <laughs> I don't know how you know to what say it this. is. Okay, listen. I... I... I I kind of relate to that in a very abstract way because I came into K-pop during the middle of the pandemic. Like, I needed an escape. I think this is what's happening. It's like you become attached because they're feeding you so much information and you're buying into the fantasy because K-pop is selling the fantasy, right? They're, every K-pop idol, male or female, they're incredibly attractive. They... It is their job, it is their job, it is their job <laughs> to look attractive. It is their job to learn how to provide 
amazing fan service. It is their job to stay in contact with you. It is their job to do everything to make you feel like they are a part of your life, that they are a friend, that they are your dream girl, your dream guy. And I think they built this tight little like narrative for you that it's very easy for you to fall into the romance of it all, right? Because every guy is perfect. Every girl is your ideal girl. And then I think it it changes how you perceive them. They're no I think people literally feel like they know these idols that they have a personal connection, that they have a personal relationship, that they know everything about them and how they fit so perfectly into our lives. And when that fantasy is disrupted by them maybe getting a relationship I seriously feel like people feel like they were, it's like you're in a relationship with ex-idol and now they're seeing somebody else. So you feel like you've been cheated on. So let me ask you this. All that said, and given that you and I are very much in this, why aren't we like that? Because we're not delusional assholes. (laughs) Is it because we're older? I think it's because I think it's because we're older and I think it's I know I'm going to sound like an asshole when I say this, <laughs> but it's because we've had real life experience outside of K-pop. Like real life Just real life ex- No, just real friends. life experience. Like we had full lives outside of K-pop. K-pop is not our whole entire personality. K-pop is not our whole entire um, social outlet. K-pop is, it's not, we don't live and breathe K-pop. So do you think then that every every K-pop fan under the age of whatever would be delusional then? I don't know because I actually do not associate with I do not younger know fans. a lot of like younger fans yeah. and I tend to stay away from them just curious um, I'm not trying to like instigate or anything right I'm just curious as to what the difference would be are there like 16 year olds out there who are like me and Jade who don't feel this way at I'm all? sure I'm I'm sure or, there are I'm not is saying that every factor like no, our undeveloped I, brains a factor. No, <laughs> I think there are certain life circumstances that probably make you more vulnerable. I think if you are if you don't have a lot of friends, if you don't have a lot of support, if you you know, if you're sort of disconnected from everybody else and your whole entire social life resides in k-pop i think that makes you much more susceptible to be in too deep in a way right because it's like your whole entire uh, so 
there are certain people in life that thinks their happiness have to come from other people. Right. Yeah. And I think those people in K-pop are probably more vulnerable to being too invested into their idols. I don't know. If you are saving money to give to a group of people to send a protest truck to someone in Korea, I think you need to, like, take a step back and think about yourself. I don't think they're capable. I think it's a very irrational behavior. I don't know. Because that is an irrational behavior. I agree. That comes from an irrational person. So, therefore, I don't think they are capable of being rational about their feelings and about their actions. I think they can. They just have to try. And they might not want to. But that's also, like, comes with maturity. And I feel like that is something we did not address. I think maturity (laughs) plays a lot into this. And yeah. unfortunately, maturity is not defined by age. So there's no, that. that's true. Yeah. It's a complex thing. I, I don't think you and I are going to solve it in the podcast. No. Um, no. But it is definitely something to think about as a whole, like as K-pop loving people. Yet again, my very unpopular opinion <laughs> This is why I always said I don't want, like, the Mazdas to be active members of Mazda X forever. I want them to have lives. I want them to find love. I want them to have families. I want them to be able to go on vacation. I want them to have normal lives and fulfill their dreams and do whatever that truly makes their soul happy. Right. And they can't do that when they're freaking k-pop idols right it's obvious and clear that it is not allowed by most fans so therefore like we want them to be happy we want them to have fulfilling lives you know and if they have to pick one or the other obviously we want us we want them to be happy they've worked too hard <laughs> and come too far right to like live in constant fear that like they could never truly like have a relationship or hold someone's hand in public right it's, it's not fair to yeah. them i don't want this for them i do not want this life like you know i think about this i'm like can you imagine, like, you've worked, Seventeen has been active for as long as the Mazdas have been active, and they're younger, so they, you know, some, they debuted yeah. young. So they like were given your, at a young age. I, oh my god, those yeah. baby pictures of them. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Like, you've been doing this, like, you've been giving your fandom your heart and soul for the past 15, 16, 17 years, including when you were a trainee, and like, some a-hole fans who literally have too much time on their hands start trying to like sleuth together like pictures and like 
is spreading rumors and ruining your life because what that like you're not good enough to them that you somehow how dare you go and find some happiness right how dare you like go spend your like they're like joshua earned his money yeah life as at pletus was not easy for him if he however he wants to spend his fucking money is not any of your freaking business if you feel like by you buying records or buying merch or whatever that you dictate how they spend the money that they earned through blood sweat and tears you need to seriously get a fucking life yeah 100 percent you're not buying the records you're not doing this and that just so you can sit there and tell them what to do like you're doing Um, that because you're a fan and you love them you're not buying them right exactly like you're buying merch. Yeah. You're not buying them. They don't owe you anything. What also is weird that we were talking about previously, like Blackpink, at least two or three members yeah. are rumored to have. Well, or one confirmed. of them is confirmed because right. Jisoo confirmed that she's dating. Um. Yeah. Um. Lisa is rumored to be dating whoever. But yes. the, the crazy part and Jenny's is... rumored to be dating whoever. So. Yeah. Oh, was it V? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, it's just really nuts that female K-pop idols, at least in this group, I don't know if this applies to everyone. Probably not. It does not apply to everyone. Blackpink is huge. So obviously, right. you know... Um, but it's really interesting, and I'm actually extremely happy that it seems like most people are supporting these relationships. But Uh, it's also, I mean, I haven't seen outrage protest trucks and stuff. No, no. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like... But there's definitely been some toxicity, but not to this extent. Like, when I go on Facebook and I click on the article from Koreaboo and I look through the comments, most of them are are all for it. You right. know, you might get your negative person here right. and there. I thought that was cool. I'm, I'm yeah. in support of that, obviously. Yes. So it really freaking irks me when the coin is now turned to the boy groups. Wow. One... You know what I mean? And then suddenly it's complete opposite. Like, Right. It's just, it makes me very upset. It's... Well, yes. Well, I think there's a difference in the fandoms. I yeah. think there's a difference in the intent. I think there's a difference in the level of gatekeeping. And I think there's a difference in um, people's perceptions of what they have a say over. And the thing is, is that I just, I just don't understand how you go from buying records, buying albums, or buying some merch to saying that so-and-so 
should not be spending the money you gave them this way. Like, right. that is so crazy to me. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's, it's, yeah, I just, I, I don't understand it. And I I don't know. I, I really, I'm just, I'm very discouraged that this behavior has not just completely gone away. Like, it's, it's appalling to me. Right. That out of all the things you could spend money on, that this is what you choose to spend your money and effort and time on. Dude, there's fucking wildfires destroying towns and villages all over the place. There's, like, devastation happening in the world everywhere. And you are concerned about who Joshua may or may not be dating no, to, you're concerned to, over how Joshua is spending his own money. Yeah. <laughs> like, to the point where you're so going to waste your crazy. own money yes. on top of the money you've already given Correct. him, quote unquote. Right. It's it's nuts. It's crazy. It is <laughs> Delulu land. There's so many Delulus. It's honestly very concerning. It I is very really. Concerning. I really just ask every k-pop fan to just take a step back and think about what's happening are you part of the problem yes well maybe you should analyze it a little bit figure out why you're doing that and then make some changes you don't have to leave the fandoms you don't have to leave k-pop i think some people should yes but I'm just saying, like, if you can find a happy medium, go for it. But this type of behavior is not okay. It is not okay, but I also think that we do need to recognize the role that the industry plays in this. Yes. I think they do precipitate, like, they really add fuel to the fire, to the delusions. But also, I think we do need to recognize that certain people probably are... They probably hold on to idols because there's something else going on in their lives that they're yes. not addressing. Yeah. And we do need to recognize that certain people have like super addictive personalities. So they kind of like hone into one thing and be they become obsessed to a very unhealthy degree. So there's all these factors at hand. And honestly, there's like we can't control how fans behave, but I do think that industry could come in and you know manage some of the bad fan behaviors yes but they continue to choose to not but they continue to choose not to act on any of it and this is where i really take an issue because now you're you know first it was just like you know trending hashtags then it's just like oh sending protest trucks to high then it's like sending yeah. protest trucks to sm then it's you know sending protest trucks fleets of them all over seoul they know who this girl is they know what her house looks like what if people start showing up at her house what if people what if people get really upset and start following the members or threatening them or harass them in person because we know it's happening so when when 
are the companies when is the in when is the industry gonna step in and just say enough's enough? We are not gonna tolerate this kind of crazy behavior, and we're gonna put our foot down and put a stop to this. Well, I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. Like in terms of protecting their people, absolutely. Um, but we see firsthand what they orchestrate at airports, where the safety of the members are not. A thing they don't care it's like we don't know that they don't care but it feels like they don't care we know they don't care because if they, because, if they cared they would do something about it right because some of those mobs are are really fucking scary intense. yeah and it, all it yeah. takes is one misstep and you're either getting injured or smashed or whatever it's super super unsafe for everyone yep so i don't feel like the agencies are always going to do what's in the best interest because sometimes it's all about money. No. The, which is, see, this is the difference. The agencies will always do what's in the best interest of the agencies. True. The agencies yes. do not do what's best in the best interest of their artists. And that's yeah. the difference. So they could protect their people. They could put out a statement and say that they will take um, legal action against anyone Correct. you know um, they're not doing that right now nope. and the fact that the k-pop you know <laughs> beast itself is getting worse and worse in, in terms of like um, you know how close we get to the idols and our experiences with them and blah 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 everything's all about money like you and I you especially talk about that on here and, and with k-pop um listen the so only way to know. change the only way to change this behavior is something that the k-pop fans are not willing to do which is stop spending money with right. these companies and demand change which is exactly what luna's fandom did and they succeeded but other fandoms are not willing to do that you yeah. know what they could they could say to Belitas when they do, but you know this is like a catch twenty two, right? Because you don't want to hurt the group, right. but something has to be done. So, what do you do? The only way of demanding change is is economically, which again, you know, it's a double edged sword because you're gonna hurt the group, but that is the only way to send a message to these K pop companies is that. As a collective, we stop spending money and send a message. You know, this is no different than when we talk about the exorbitant pricing of concerts. Everyone is upset, but when it comes down to it, people are still spending the money and the next go around, concert tickets keep on going up because we are also hypocrites. We demand change, but we refuse to be the people that actually that miss out start the change yeah correct we have I, a lot of power we have the most power this is what people don't understand as consumers we have the most power because we have the money all k-pop companies all entertainment companies want is money they don't even care about loyalty because if they lose a hundred fans today they'll gain 200 fans tomorrow they don't care about that what they'll care about is the next comeback people 
stop spending money and they tell the company why they stopped spending money. But it's never going to happen because K-popers don't want to fucking miss out. So we are hypocrites in this whole entire equation. I feel like in this case, though, what would be... I feel like it would be really hard to bring all fandoms together to support one cause. Whatever cause that may be. Luna did it. They boycotted their record sales. Well, that's one fandom. Against... Yeah, but like... <laughs> I'm saying if I mean, you truly want to change things in K-pop as a whole... That's very hard to do. You have yeah. to do it one group at a time. I don't think when you fans see it, want that's to what sacrifice. I, this is what I'm saying. K-pop fans are huge hypocrites. They right. demand change, but they refuse to be a part of the change. Like, Luna's fans could afford to do it because Luna themselves were being treated really unfairly. Correct. So that was kind of like an extreme case. Yep. I feel like maybe ARMY might do stuff like that sometimes, too, against HYBE. But I haven't really heard of anything too crazy, so I don't, I don't know. Carrots could do it. They're a big enough fandom. But the carrots are divided right now. That's what I'm saying. This is, you know... Some carrots you... are totally feeling justified in the actions they're taking against Joshua. And but the that, other carrots... But, but how many is that? Like, honestly, I, I this know. is why yeah. I want to know. Is it just, like, five people that's causing the whole world to, like, go into a tailspin? Are they just like, you know, or is it like literally, you know, is it tens of thousands of people? They sold 6.5 million records, albums. I know. They've been setting They have a huge, they have a huge fandom. That's a lot of buying power. I guess we'll we'll find out in October. Nothing's going to change. Mark my words. Yeah. October, nothing will change. And the yeah, thing that's is, a is long like, time to be protesting still. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that you won't just be like, you know, if they drop album sales, it's no big deal. But, you know, you have to be very direct as to why you're not purchasing something. I'm not purchasing because of your lack of protection of your artists. But k-pop fans are not going to do that they want those fucking little pieces of paper they're going to forget all about this and this is why this is something that k-pop is actually really good at doing is is that k-pop companies are really good at avoiding being held responsible for anything because at the pace that they work right it's like you get upset but they'll distract you with something bright and shiny and you forget (laughs) all about it yeah it's consumerism. This is who we are. I mean, listen, when SSE released that statement, to me, that meant the breach of confidentiality was broken so many times. They even mentioned that it was causing emotional stress to the yeah. members and the people around them. That means people have done this so many times. Like, yet again, why did you not put out this statement from the get-go why are we allowing people to have more and more access to harass the groups and the members more and more this is exactly what's happening to joshua 
but it's this is on a much bigger, more public scale. Right. Yeah. So at at what point does the company step in? Every you know the company has a duty to protect their artists, but who at what point do who makes the call? At what point do you make you know make a statement? The longer they wait, the more public things get. People are just, you know, people are going to keep on escalating these situations. Yeah. And this is like, this is scary behavior. People don't think this is a big deal. People like, people don't think stuff like this is a big deal. I'm like, you, you people are piecing together her wardrobe, her house. You know who she is. It's going to be a matter of time before people finding out where she lives. Like, this is, this is like really dangerous. I mean, all I can say is just imagine it's happening to you and how you would feel. Guarantee you would feel like it's dangerous. I, and you'd be worried and scared. Right. So. I mean, I see. idol doesn't mean breach of privacy and stalking and all this stuff is okay. He's a human being who deserves like ba- very basic basic rights right <laughs> you know and this is part of the problem is is that number one we don't view k-pop idols as a job number two we don't treat k-pop idols as human beings Correct. that stems from the industry the industry has never treated them like humans the industry has blurred this line of who they are as people how accessible they are the industry has sold them to the fans as someone who's accessible to us 24 7 you know, the industry has created this, but the industry does not, like, offer protection to the idols. And I don't know how things will change. And the way things are going, like, I think it's getting worse. I don't think it's getting better. I think people are more delusional. I think people are more crazed. And I people are getting more brazen. And I yep. don't know what needs to happen before the industry kind of wakes up to how dangerous these behaviors are. I don't know. But it's kind of scary thinking about what extreme it has to be, you know? Right. But we should conclude here. <laughs> yes. It is a very serious topic. So, I hope it gets resolved soon. Um, poor Joshua. Hang in I there, Joshua. I hope whoever's starting this just gets a fucking life and leave him alone. I hope they get some karma. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, I hope they get a life and realize, okay, I don't know. One person, a hundred people, I don't know what's happening. But, like, come on, people, just stop. So, my last thought. (laughs) Agreed. So, sorry to end this one on a more somber note. (laughs) We we didn't end it with our usual chit-chatting. I mean... (laughs) 
Yeah. It's it's just, I don't know. It's an important subject, so. Um, yeah. If you guys would like to let us know anything that you want us to talk about, any groups, um, comebacks, whatever, please let us know. You can email us at the kpopcornerpodcast at gmail.com. You can um, rate me on Twitter at kpopcornerpod or on TikTok at the K-Pop Corner Podcast and Jade at MXBEBE2021. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time at the K-Pop Corner. Bye. Bye.